You are listening to the WBAI Evening News presented by the Independent New York City's Radical Newspaper and Website. I'm John Tarleton, the Indies Editor-in-Chief, filling in this evening for Paul DiRienzo. I ordinarily host the Monday evening show and, and invite everybody to join me then as well. It's great to be here with everybody uh, tonight. Uh, earlier today, we completed our 20th anniversary edition of The Independent, which will uh, go to press later tonight and hit the streets of New York on Monday. You can also uh, follow all our latest coverage at independent.org, I-N-D-Y-P-E-N-D-N-T.org. And before we uh, go to our next uh, guest, uh, I just want to also encourage everyone uh, who can do so to support this radio station, uh, WBAI, and and keep it uh, beaming it's a signal across uh, the New York City area and all the, the great programming it does. Uh, uh, so you you can uh, make a donation at uh, give to WBAI.org. And uh, please, uh, if you can, become a WBAI buddy for as little as $10 a month and, and really help support this station. So in our second segment, uh, we're going to uh, talk ab- about – the virtual classroom, which has become uh, more and more prevalent uh, this year uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic and the fears of uh, both uh, parents, students, and teachers of the coronavirus being passed around uh, in uh, public school buildings. However, uh, the virtual classroom comes with a number of complications, including uh, uh, what will happen to student privacy uh, when they're online all day and every keystroke uh, they make uh, can be monitored. So to talk with us about this uh, this evening, we are joined by Katia Schwank, an independent uh, education correspondent. She had the cover story on the independent last month in August, uh, looking at growing concerns that were expressed then about the safety of, of going back to school. And this, this month uh, she has an article on the uh, concerns about What's going to happen with the student privacy? Uh, Katia, thank you for joining us on the WBAI Evening News tonight. Thanks so much, John. I'm happy to be here. You bet. So just to dive into your article, can you talk about uh, kind of the the lay of the land right now with what's going on with uh, all the the virtual instruction and and what these concerns are uh, that are uh, uh, growing about uh, student privacy? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you know, these concerns definitely predate uh, coronavirus, right? So technology over the last, I mean, decades has been more and more prevalent in classrooms. Um, Teachers and schools or schools are more and more often, you know, sourcing out different parts of the learning process to tech companies. Um, So you see stuff like the rise of, you know, behavior management platforms, uh, things like that. But, you know, obviously the pandemic has really accelerated tr- this trend. So we're seeing, you know, platforms that weren't really intended to be used um, for educational purposes, like Zoom is really a good example of this, um, that were maybe geared for a more business setting. Now these platforms are, you know, things that schools have to rely on for all of their learning. Um So, yeah, this has a lot of privacy advocates really concerned because even though there are, you know, strong federal protections for student data, there's a lot of questions about whether these companies and these platforms are in compliance with the law. There's a lot of questions about whether students um, are using platforms that, 
you know, might not be intended for students themselves, so their data might be getting um, tracked that way. So, yeah, there are just there are just a lot of concerns, and you know, these you know these companies really do um, are able to collect a lot of data about you know who's using them online if they would like to. So, right, and one thing I was struck about reading your article is uh, that the the privacy protections that do exist only exist for uh, students up, I believe, to the age of 12 or 13. Is, is that correct? And then after that, what, they're fair game? Yes. So, well, there are some, it depends on the state in some cases, but federal law um, really only prohibits, really only has strong prohibitions um, on data collection of, of uh, people under 13. So once you're 13, um, the amount of personal data that can be collected about you online um, is far greater. Um, so, yeah, that's a huge concern because, you know, we have kids 14, 15 who are still in high school um, who are really susceptible to things like predatory advertising, um, whose locations um, can be freely collected. Um, things like that. A lot of platforms that are educational, like Google Classroom, for example, says that, you know, it's not collecting that kind of data on students that use it, um, but we really have to sort of trust them on, on their word at that point. So, Right. And in 2014, New York State uh, adopted uh, several strong and hard-won privacy, pi- privacy requirements uh, for vendors that handle student data. However, it seems like uh, from the reporting in your article, uh, it's one thing to write that law. The enforcement is turning to be turning out to be more difficult. And uh, here in New York City, uh, you know, the DOE has been overwhelmed by so many of the challenges around coronavirus that this is one that they uh, may have dropped the ball on. Uh, yeah, no, and that's something I will say that you know it makes sense that these concerns are you know second on the list right now. You know, when teachers and schools are dealing with life or death issues. But, I mean, you're right that New York State really has strong privacy protections for students. Uh, and, you know, in many cases, the DOE does not seem to get the in compliance. You know, there are contracts. Um, like, for example, one of the stipulations of the law is that contracts with vendors who are collecting student data may are be made public, that there are certain stipulations in those contracts that prevent um the sale of student data, the use of it for commercial purposes, um, you know, we're still really waiting for the DOE to catch up with those those requirements. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's why it's really on the minds of a lot of parents um, and privacy advocates in New York City. Yeah, it, and uh, we'll have to wrap up here in about one minute, but uh, can you describe who some of the, the groups or individuals are in New York City that are uh, – uh, leading the fight around this to ensure that the DOE does protect the privacy of all of its students? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there are a lot of groups that are working on this, but it's not their primary concern, but you do have uh, Lainey Hampson, for example, with Class Size Matters and also the Coalition um, of Parents who works on student privacy, um, and she has been, you know, a huge figure in this movement. Um and yeah, I mean, you have organizers for justice um, who are working on these issues as well. So it really is, you know, a pretty diverse um, movement. All righty. Well, Katia Schwenk, we'll, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you for joining us again this evening on the WBAI Evening News. Thank you, John. It was great to talk to you.
Okay. Bye-bye. All right. So that's uh, about going to do it for tonight's show. I want to encourage everyone who can do so to give generously to WBAI, WBAI and help keep shows like this on the air. You can give by calling 516-620-3602 or going straight to WBAI going straight to give to the number two WBAI.org. Again, the phone number, get your pen and paper ready, is 516-620-3602. You can make a one-time donation or, better yet, sign up as a WBAI buddy for as little as $10 a month and help keep shows like this on the air on WBAI. Last of all, I want to thank uh, everybody who helped with this show, uh, Amber Gagarian, uh, Renee Feltz, Leah Duran, you can follow the latest news at The Independent at independent.org, and our uh, new 20th anniversary issue will hit the streets on Monday. So we'll be back, and I'll be back on uh, Monday at my regular time with the WBAI Evening News then. I look forward to uh, uh, being with all of you uh, that night as well. Bye-bye. <laughs>